the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. My name is Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jess. Jess is having a fit over there. Let's <laughs> get that out. I'm Jess. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney. And we run this podcast, which today is a guest interview podcast yes. with some lovely, lovely people that have come to the club quite recently. Yes. Um, they actually came to the club the night before this podcast. Um, which is extra exciting. So it's all fresh in their mind. So mm. you're getting an after-the-moment experience. Yeah. They, we just started recording the podcast. We had such an awesome chat with them, and we're just going to jump straight into that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What time do you guys go home? Like three? No, what time do you close? One. I think we, we left at 12.30. Oh, we didn't get to yeah. see until like three, I think. The post-sex sex. It takes a long time, yeah. <laughs> I always like that the Thanks. most though as well because it's like your reconnection sex yeah. and then it's like – but then you talk during the reconnection sex and then you have sex again. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like – A little debrief. Little yeah. Bit of yeah. Bit of a debrief. And there's water breaks in between. Yeah. And then yeah. you keep going because you're like, I'm hydrated again. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself, ladies. <laughs> I need to hydrate a lot. Okay, I'm going to hold my I mic. It's, it's my mic. Hello. Hello. Is it better? Yeah. You sound louder. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just hold it because cool. it stops me from playing <laughs> with my fingers. Still. Yeah, it does. And I know like I can push on this and it doesn't do anything. I feel like that's that would be a really fun thing to play on. Like you don't need yeah. any restraints. I'm just like, hey, you have to keep your fingers on this the whole time. Yeah, you like, just hold <laughs> you're it. Like, you're like, okay. Take it off and it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably get bored after a while. I've got like ADHD. I'll be like, oh, butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off somewhere. <laughs> so bad. This is why I'm waiting for my coffee. I need it to actually wake me up, but I don't want to be like everywhere. Yeah, be like, What's happening? Yeah, what are we doing? absolutely wired. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely needed it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to focus. At yeah, that. but you had a late night. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for joining the podcast, Kate and Greg. Oh, have we already started recording? Yeah, we started recording. Like, oh. <laughs> like one on? minute where 54 on? seconds ago. Like, we were talking about <laughs> cock rings. And oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that at all. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I, I like the, you know, the, the soft intro. Like, the you know. soft intro of random bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> the touching of the mic. Thanks for coming in on a Sunday morning to the yeah. to, to the club to have record this pod. You well, were here last we, night. We so. didn't get enough of it last night. <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning. Oh, it says. Do we just sleep here on the bed? Oh my god, you should have. Just yeah. a bed and breakfast. <laughs> he was, he literally, we were lying there. We were the only people left on that. We, we were the only people on the bed in the orgy room. We oh my god, really? Third, yeah. Well, there were people still in that, but we were the last ones kind of like still lingering around at, yeah. at that point at least. Yeah. And uh, Greg just lay down and I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, we need to go now You're or like, we're not going up. at all. And the <laughs> breathing like, starts getting like yeah, that deep yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sighing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking real, just real gently just stroking relaxed. his own chest. <laughs> Are you just thinking of what you do? That's what I do. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, I think I've seen you after like a sex session, and you're like yeah. on the bed, and you're like just caressing. Yeah. Like yeah. Or like if you know your partner, I think you're trying in, in to do that to like, like you know just like playing with their hair. And like. So sleepy. Yeah. 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 Have you guys ever slept too? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think after a f- couple New Year's, like we've had like a whole oh, bunch of us nice. who have slept ticks. It's like we've just had like our That's after cool. party because yeah. during New Year's, like we never really get that time off. Yeah. And it's like when we found the time off, we were like, oh, let's invite, the, you know, 20 of our friends. So it's kind of like Mass half a slumber party, slumber. half not That's really. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you always. Some of the staff have slept here as well. They go, I, I can't drive home right now. I'm yeah. just going to have to have a rest. Oh, it's yeah. too hard for them. Especially because yeah. some of them live like an hour and a half, two hours away. And yeah. it's wow. like, yeah. I don't, we don't like them driving after yeah. like 3 a.m. It's yeah. like, there's no point. Yeah. There's a whole other room that's a private room that's locked off and, and it's got, got a, a, it's got bed, a bed yeah. in there that hasn't been uh, pummeled for the no, most I, think <laughs> I, I want to sleep <laughs> on that orgy <laughs> room bed. Yeah, I was going to say, I've slept <laughs> in the orgy bed because it's like, it's kind of the bigger and then nicer and it feels yeah. like you're in a big space. And, and it's you've like, got oh. so many good memories. Yeah. <laughs> and you wake up and there's mirrors everywhere to remind you of all the debaucherous <laughs> shit you did. It's just right. the right spot, so you got to be mindful. Yeah. You just got to wake up in the right angle, like just nice curve and then have a shower real quick it's fine <laughs> having a shower in that audio room shower is a good shower to have especially if you've like There's so much room like you know something in a normal shower you just got to be a little bit yeah you don't have to be like sweet crampy you got to watch your elbows you can't, well, it's you can't a, dance though no you can't, <laughs> no, you can't do the jiggy this you can do the full worm if you wanted to oh god no no don't encourage people we've already said that people can fuck on the pool table i've already fucked that up oh yeah people were already coming to me after that podcast Sorry. so we can fuck really? on the pool table oh, and say no, no. Oh, no. see like <laughs> i just say things and they just come out of my mouth and i forget and then somebody reminded me and they're like oh so this comment you said and i was like oh fuck yeah. I was like, you can do it. And then I said it again. <laughs> yeah, I really fucked that up. So I can fuck on the pool table. <laughs> when it's busy is what I said. Right? That's especially when, when, when you noise. cannot fuck on the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> I said when it's quiet, when we can closely monitor you and where you're putting your yes. drinks. <laughs> Don't yeah. wet the felt, Jesus. <laughs> with your drink or whatever else I was might like, come out with, of you. Yeah, I was like, like no cum on there. Yeah. Please no cum. It's a, it's a red A cum-free zone. We could just call it the cum-free zone. A wet-free zone. zone. Yeah. Cum-free zone. Yeah. Guys can hold it off for a bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Perfect. that's smart. I think, yeah. I think you have to, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that last night with someone. Someone was... <laughs> someone came very early. All over me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Excellent. And uh, it wasn't it was me. Greg was just like getting water like, oh. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to... And uh, yeah, he came up to us. This was, the, this was in the first... 30 minutes of playing and uh, so wow. it would have been like 9pm or something or 9.30. Wow. He came up to, came up to us a little bit later, they were heading off <laughs> and uh, he was like, hey, so do you hold your cum? And Greg's like, yeah, I said yeah. until the end, <laughs> mostly. Yeah. He was like, hmm, yes, that seems smart. <laughs> yeah. Because like, now it's over. Like, I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about you, Greg, but I'm like, maybe one, uh, not maybe one, two, ma- Jesus, I can't did speak. You, did you have one, coffee? <laughs> maybe two, but after two, I'm kind of like, yeah. Well, I'm just doing it now because, you know, hopefully I can get an erection. But then it's just sort of like that's it. There's enough pressure yeah. for guys to perform the first time round in yeah. a uh, yeah, then the to second do it again. time round. Like I think one on one in a private scenario, I think it's more likely to happen. But in a club, yeah. I'm like, and then also I think the. The hard part was they were in a couple and I think his partner wanted to keep playing as well. Mm. And then he had the pressure of that and so... <laughs> and he's Uh-oh. tapped out. The timing, the timing <laughs> yeah, of when he like, finishes. What happens now? What, what do we yeah, do what do we do yeah. that? He's finished. <laughs> like, well, I suppose we wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Go for a walk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think like, we'll I don't know. I don't know. Should come we go quick? and play pool? <laughs> <laughs> go play with some other balls. And <laughs> like, oh. I have seen a guy though and I was very impressed who came six times. Oh! <gasps> 
But it was also in a gangbang. So I think he was like yeah. well fitted for this like event. Like he knew what mm. he was doing. And because I saw Often him with each chick because yeah. he his thing was like coming on their boobs or their face, like whatever option they chose. Mm. So it's six times. I mean, it got less and less and less. But he, you know, <laughs> did six times. And I was like, holy That's fuck. Awesome. Yeah, it was very impressive. He just kept going. But he had a lot of stamina and I was like, yeah. I, I can't I can't deal with that. That's too much. <laughs> That's too much. You're too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that in one on one situations, but like here yeah. I'm, I'm much mm. more that like mm. oh, just I'd rather like once or twice. Mm. Yeah. You know, if if that's how the night goes and then just finish the end of the night. Like I'm yeah. Like, See, I remove the pressure altogether and I've had much more fun since then. Just being like, no pressure to orgasm. Just yeah. have fun. Yeah. In and out with little play sessions and yeah. just focusing on the pleasure and the experience and yeah. not worrying about like, I want to try and make myself mm. come. And that's yeah. been way better for me. Yeah. Do you ever feel that if the guy doesn't come with you, that it's sort of like, oh, maybe uh, they well, didn't have that much fun? Actually, it's been it's been quite a bizarre experience when they have come with me because I've just assumed that they probably wouldn't. Mm. Yeah. So I was I was kind of complimented by it. Like on the very first time, I was like, oh, I think there were quite a few guys who like finished with me. Yeah. Um, and then what I really like with Greg is I really love it when he finishes with me after yep. the whole night playing with whoever we've been playing with. Mm. I'm like, I get that bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like that's my sweet bit. sauce. Yeah, I'm like, that's it. <laughs> and uh, there've been many occasions where other girls have been trying to make him finish yeah. and want that as well and he's like, "No, no, no, no." He's like, "No, no, no. It knows not to come out." Already reserved, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Michelle's like that. She's just like, "I want to come." Yeah. Because you can fuck the girls as much as you like, but I want to come at the end. I think that's fair. Because she knows I've got one or two, so she's just like, you can maybe give one away. (laughs) (laughs) Is Michelle more like a, she wants to come first or the come at the end? Like if Jamie's playing, I'm like, you can come with a chick as long as you can come at the end with me. Like I don't care how many times you come because he can come quite a few times, but I'm like, as long as you come with me at the end, I don't give a shit. Because it's like our like christening. Yeah. Is it christening? Like your ceremony at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little yeah. ritual. Yeah. That's what it is for us. And we play on it a lot where it's yeah. like, I get that bit. Yeah. That's my bit. That's what we do together. And other people don't get that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's always there right at the end. Even if the day's kind of gone up and down, it's always exactly. the stagnant thing that's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I should clarify this with yeah, her. Ask I'm fairly certain it's like, especially She's at the end, it's just like, I'm still like interested. Giving, giving come to her. Giving um, you, but like, she are you providing it in a comment? L- l- very honest, like she's, poetic. She's greedy. She wants it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's fair. It's all a negotiation. Yeah, that's right. So, so like, this yeah. cum is very valuable, guys. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit! Like, Training her like monopoly money. Like, I'll give out one cum to you. And come to, so how about the like? I feel so pay, bad. Like, I'm like, I just come all the time. I'm like, I can come, and then I'm like, guys, come is so like, oh, just give a little bit there. And yeah, so you got to be strategic with the investment. Speaking of girls who come, the Last, not last night, the last time we were here, we were talking th- about the story last night. There was a girl here. She was a solo female. Yeah. She was the most orgasmic creature I've seen in my entire <laughs> life. It was unreal. We went up and started playing with her first on one of the beds. We had a great crowd. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I just touched her and she her legs start vibrating. <laughs> She's like back arching. And I'm like, is she? And she'd said to Greg earlier, she's like, I come like very, very easily. Oh my God. And I think she even emphasized, she's like, no, 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 no. Like it's, it's actually 
ridiculous. I come really easily. And the whole night we just watched her and you could hear her at one bed at one point and then the next room over like later on and she would just orgasm like time and time again with like a little bit of touch, a little bit of playing, Mm. a little bit of fucking. She was just like – and she's, you know, (laughs) every like 30 minutes you'd see her try to get off a bed and not be able to stand up almost. She's like stumbling around the club because everyone's like – everyone would target her as well because she was so fun. It was like you could just make her orgasm (laughs) like that. (laughs) She's just being like – Holy cow. <laughs> we recently played with a couple and the woman was like this as well. And before we played, she she made this a point, like, I come really easily. And it's just like, oh, it's just like, no, no, it's actually a bit of a problem for me because I'm like a guy. Once I come, I'm like, oh, oh, like I'm really sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. And it's like, I've got to stop. Like, I've got to tap yeah. out. So it's like, um, sometimes I try and she's like, I really try and hold back on yeah. um coming too early and doesn't um, that just make you want to come more yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, i'm not gonna come I'm not yeah gonna you're come. like and then you're like i just gotta come i've got to do it yeah and oh because obviously God. everyone's different and like the partner he was so cool he's just like man i've been walking around thinking I'm a, i've been a god all this time like I this woman, i'm so easy look at me go and he's just like and then they recently got into the lifestyle and it's like oh it's a bit harder <laughs> with some other women <laughs> 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 like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm just a new mortal yeah <laughs> oh bless his heart are we meant to go through questions? Oh, no, we can go through. Yeah, no, this has been a great chat. I was like, I don't even know if we've introduced them. No, we have. We okay, good, Fa- good, thanks, good. For jo- thanks for joining the podcast, <laughs> Kate and Greg. I have clearly not had coffee no, at no. all. Well, can oh we God. start with, no, we've already started, but like uh, a little bit about yourselves. Like so listeners like to hear about other people's relationships and what, um, you know, what How you guys got in. into it. Like how you met, um, how long you've been together, that kind of stuff. If you can go into that. Yeah, we have been together uh, just over two years now. We met in 2020, it was September, the depths of Melbourne lockdowns. We were in oh, Melbourne wow. at the time. It was like full lockdown. We had curfews, we had a 5K radius. You couldn't leave your house for any other reason except for fucking groceries and the doctors. Oh, mm. God. And uh, there was one loophole. You could leave and travel beyond 5Ks to see an intimate partner. Mm-hmm. Greg and I matched on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> it's very and intimate. I was like, well, <laughs> this is going to happen. We need to be intimate partners. We actually did do a Zoom date first. So we had like kind of played by the rules a little bit. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, one night I just came out and um, had all of his like driver's license ID, like details, <laughs> everything, like mother's maiden name. Because I'm like, if I get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> yeah, like I would oh, have, you had to have that much information. Yeah. They, they were pulling people over. So they would pull you over and be like, where are you going? Who are you visiting? And asking a bunch of questions. So oh, my like, God. Okay, we better at least have some, like some backstory basic to it. information. Yeah. And we, we had talked for a while. Look, we talked for a week before you actually came to my house. She lived an hour away. Oh, my God. So it like was that's a bit of a drive. It's not like a 20-minute drive where you're like, exactly. no, no, I just kind of ducked out. Yeah, yeah. The and and an hour away in, in no traffic. Like that, that's Because yeah. mm. if it's like you go, it'll live an hour away in like regular Melbourne traffic. Yeah. You go, oh, you're probably in like you're, you're in the next suburb, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of the funny thing because it was like an hour away to go visit a complete stranger. Yeah. When And, and particularly the night you came over, it was like in the afternoon after work with an 8 o'clock curfew. Oh, my so God. So it's like. There's no turning back. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're like, like you're coming over. It's like you're either staying and uh, and it's making it work. Or yeah, it's happening. It's like so. Yeah, yeah it and I I typically didn't stay unless I was just looking for sex. Yeah, I typically didn't stay over or go to someone's house first time meeting them. Yeah, um, like I was very much in this place where I'm like, well, I'm either dating for a relationship, I'm withholding sex, and I'm not going to go over, or I'm just dating for sex. So yeah. I was kind of in these like two different options, and Greg was the relationship person for me, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, I have to go. Like our first date is going to be a sleepover, so it totally changed changed things from the beginning in terms of how <laughs> how dating looked yeah but 
Yeah, so we met um, everything. The, the sleepover went well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you yeah. negotiate which side of the bed? You're just sort of like, well, I'm usually here, but you're here, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that was a big thing for Greg because you didn't usually have people sleep over either. Not often. Yeah, I used to like... You're like, bye. <laughs> we done. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, if I could avoid it, I'd be like, oh, well, I am an early riser. I yeah. get up at 5 a.m. So yeah. To get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would have done the same. Yeah. I like to do a poo immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I need, gotta eat peace and quiet. Jesus. But yeah, so we um, started seeing each other. We talked very early on about non-monogamy and mm-hmm. about um, different relationship structures. And so that was a part of the conversation from almost day dot. Like it was just neither of us were really, I wasn't even really looking for a relationship full stop, but we both were certainly not interested in monogamy. Right. Um, and so, yeah, from the beginning, we've been super open about just communicating about different dynamics and the relationship that we were kind of looking for mm-hmm. and just seeing where that took us. And we just kept seeing each other. I think lockdown accelerated the process of dating a little bit more than you probably would normally because yep. we were just sitting at home together talking all the time because there was nothing else to do. And then even being non-monogamous, the dating process with other people happened very slowly because it was – there wasn't a lot of like hanging out, going out, dating, yeah. restaurants, drinks. Like that just wasn't happening at the time. And like I'd been, um, I think I hooked up the first couple 10 years ago. So I've kind of oh been wow. around the lifestyle as a Probably single longer. guy. Yeah. And I'd been going to parties in Melbourne. Like I'd been to probably like six at like private sort of events mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. there. So I'd been doing a lot of that and I'm like, okay, like the failed mon- monogamous relationships. And I'm like, okay, the next person I meet, I'm just going to tell them like, hey, yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. So that was, yeah, meeting Kate was completely different in that way that – we spoke on the Friday, the Sunday. <laughs> um, and you did the tappy like Yeah, I did the tappy table fine. thing. <laughs> um, you can blame me. On, on the Sunday, I'd been hooked up with someone and she called me and she's like, oh, what have you been up to? I'm like, oh, I just went to visit a friend. I'm like, no, wait, that was a lie. <laughs> I'm like, I just went and hooked up with someone. And that was kind of the first um, you know, conversation we really had about it. Oh, right. Was she just kind of asked curious questions. She's like, oh, yeah. who was it? Like, how was it? Like, was it a fun experience? I'm like. Oh, that was kind of easy just to tell <laughs> the truth. And did you notice her breathing start to get deeper? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I later found out you'd been to a virtual sex party the same day. Was that right? Yeah, I think um, the weekend that we met all that. Yeah, yeah, so this woman that I follow on social media, she I think she, her page is like Slutty Girl Problems or something like oh, that. Oh, I think I follow her. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. awesome. And um, she was the person that I first heard talking about solo polyamory. Mm-hmm. So when we started having a conversation, our first call – that was what I'd brought up. I was like, you know, I've been hearing this thing about solo poly. Like, have you heard of it? I don't really understand it. Um, I was like, isn't it just being single and dating around? Like, that was my interpretation of mm. it. And uh, and then, anyway, she had been organizing these virtual sex parties from New York. So I'd done one It's around that same weekend. And so I'd kind of been sharing that with him, kind of testing what he was, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cool with and not cool with. <laughs> And then I guess you were testing me with, like, hey, I've met someone and we hooked up and, like, that's what happened. So, um, yeah, we were kind of sharing these experiences very early on and it was it was, we were both all good with it. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. That's a good match made in heaven. Wow. Tinder. Look, Tinder is where everyone should be. That's and where I met like, my partner. Was it indicative at all in your profiles? No. No. This is my first experience of it. Like, I've been very, like, monogamous, very vanilla. I oh. mean, wanting to break out of vanilla. But yeah. <laughs> but pretty much, pretty much vanilla. Wanting so. to break out, like, consciously to, or you were just sort of like something, you're, you're just feeling like something wasn't right? Well, I'd been wanting to explore and experiment with sex stuff with all mm. my previous partners and had been the one pushing the boundaries and pushing, th- like, bringing things in. Yep. And um, had always felt like, 
well, just felt like they weren't that excited about like, mm. or maybe not not excited, just not curious. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I always felt like I was like, oh, do you want to try this? Hey, let's do this. And I was kind of on my own trying to figure that out with <laughs> people that were like, okay, I'll just do whatever you say. So they were open to it. But yeah, I felt like I, until I met Greg, I have really not explored non-monogamy or some of the sex stuff that we do now. So it's, it's cool. It's fucking exciting as hell. She needs someone sluttier than her. <laughs> literally wow literally, i say that to everyone i'm like man guys or girls get yourself a guy that's a slut it's the best <laughs> yeah you're like hey they've redone everything for you you're like did you yeah, like doing this let's try this he's experienced he like he's got he he knows what's out there as well like i think mm. a lot of women want a guy who's who's like you know a, a, a one girl kind of guy and like hasn't yeah. dated around and like chose you and has wanted you for forever and i'm like no man yeah. get someone who's been around the block yeah. so that by the time they get to you they know exactly what they want yeah and they know exactly what else is out there yeah you need a well-versed <laughs> human yeah. and it's also like if there's a technique that you want to do they've generally tried it before and you're yeah. like thank fuck yeah yeah you're, yeah. Like, well, you're not choking my face and sit like some people like oh. some guy was like <laughs> trying to choke me from my chin and i was like i don't think you're getting this very well well, and he's like holding here and I was like my throat's here yeah. <laughs> like not, trying to direct no and it's like please stop doing there's this. a difference between choking and suffocating yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you understand the difference so weird oh, and I was like so true you need someone that brings things in because yeah. I think for me it's like there were so many things that I hadn't tried and Greg introduced stuff to mm. me that I'm like I would have never thought to try that so yeah Thank you for being a slut. Like, <laughs> like, 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 what stuff? What, what are we talking about here? I want to hear this stuff. We're trying so, out. well, we were talking about orgasm before, mm. and I've had probably challenges orgasming with partners mm-hmm. mostly. Like, I can orgasm on my own, and that's been like, like I have great times masturbating, but with partners, it's always been like, ah, it's either hit or miss. And what I tend to find is that the previous partners I've had didn't really care. So not, oh. that they, not that they weren't, you know, invested maybe, but in the actual act of like playing, they would get themselves off and then it would be up to me to get myself off. And I didn't get that. They wouldn't inquire. They wouldn't check in. And I probably wasn't with the greatest people <laughs> <laughs> on reflection and hindsight. I'm like, hmm. Um, so I think something that happened with Greg is like, for a long time, he persisted in like bringing in different ways to play with me and like find mm-hmm. ways that I could relax or be more comfortable or bring in toys or different things where when we were playing together, he would really focus on it being my turn mm-hmm. and not worrying necessarily always about like his, his own pleasure. Mm-hmm. So I think like just, yeah, just different things that you would do. So um, like playing with a lot of different toys, like restraints and um, like vibrators and things. So I think just like, and even if something didn't initially worked, persevering mm. it's like a man of like a very persistent man <laughs> in a very good way persistent seems yeah. to be the key <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he's got a very strong empathetic side so it's like he yeah he just really wanted to figure out what could work and yeah. would never kind of like be like oh well it's too difficult so i'll just let it be her problem so <laughs> <laughs> she can yeah. work that little yeah. messing with the dials just like hmm if i turn this Literally, like that yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. if i yeah. tweak there <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. So we've tried like lots of different things, which has been fun. And it's just been a super relaxed, comfortable environment to do it where it was like, hey, like this doesn't, it doesn't always have to be. And I think, you know, I said it earlier, it's like I've removed orgasm from coming to the club because for Mm. me that allows me to actually relax and enjoy myself. And that's kind of part of of what we did for a while. It was like just remove orgasm and just learn about the pleasure of sex rather than the goal of sex Mm. that a lot of people have. Because that's even the persistence thing. Just keep pushing on the thing. Yeah. When it comes to orgasm can make things worse. Like if you just focus on it too much. So it was like trying to pull back and find that place where she was comfortable Mm. and yeah. 
Yeah, less pressure in a situation is so much easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It you, just like, makes you. You hadn't done any group stuff or played with girls or anything like women. Yeah, girls, I hadn't so. played with girls. I hadn't. I'd always wanted to. Like I was like, before I die, <laughs> I'm gonna have sex with a woman. <laughs> like one day, maybe when I'm eighty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, I probably would have got there and been like, I'm eighty. Like, how long have yeah, I like got? I just want to suck some tits. Susan, <laughs> <laughs> get over here. In the retirement village, <laughs> just getting yeah. around. She's like wheeling on a chair, yeah. and you're like, just spread. It'll be fine. Apparently, STI. Uh, spreading is yeah. rife in yeah. retirement communities. Exactly. They're just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Menopausal, I don't give a fuck. No yeah. condoms, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Doris, <amazing>. fucking stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I got distracted. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm thinking about nursing homes and like STIs. Nursing home sex. Hey yeah. Nursing home sex. I'm thinking about too. like Dorothy yeah. fucking like Boris. Like <laughs> Doris and Boris getting amongst it. Pretty much. Okay, very good. Yeah. Okay, so, man, you blasted through half of our questions there in that whole story. Thank you very much. I like that. It's funny, we read the same questions and I still don't know what they are. Every time I'm like, oh, new question. No. Yeah, I'm like, no, they're the same. You'd also end up on so many tangents. Oh, constantly. Because this is why I don't look at this. Because well, otherwise I'd be distracted. Surely that's a sign that the questions are working. That's yeah. Right. Prompts, yes. right? That's and if right. You, if you get like way off, you're like, yes. Like I got <laughs> the, the information I actually job. wanted. The dirty, dirty <laughs> secrets. So from first inception of obviously hearing about the non-monogamy and all that, what was the first actual experience with another person in the bedroom with you two? Oh, giving it to me. Okay. It was you. You, was saw, it? you saw the first person. At, uh. Oh, no, with us together. So Yeah, like yeah. after yeah, you got together. So uh, we got together. I went on a date separately and hooked okay. up with someone. Um, and then he went on a date separately. And then I think after that, we'd only had like two dates. It was over a period of probably our first three months seeing each other. Then we had our first threesome. Oh, right. Thing, okay. Which was super fun. So yeah. like, yeah, we kind of did the separate thing, which was super challenging and interesting and and, and kind of a different thing. Like mm. dating separately and playing together feels like two separate things in my brain. A little yeah, bit. it does. Yeah. Um, they're just different experiences. I um, freaked out the first time. Like, not freaked out, but like it was a super different experience coming in where I'd played, I suppose I'd been in like open dating situations. Mm. And I dated people at Poly where, you know, it was more casual than what we have. Um, so yeah, it was very different feeling the first time she went on a date and met someone mm. and, and kind of having to work through that. Like I've still got the questions in my phone or the, uh, my notes that I wrote mm. down to be like, Hey, we need to talk. Can I just like, ask can you I read this my stuff? questions? Yeah. yeah. It was just some stuff that like, it was like, okay, this guy's coming over. It was like, Hey, he's going to be here. It, it was uh, that day. I think we spoke. Yeah, it might've been that day. Yeah. So like that was, that was a really different experience the first time. But I think one of the things that we've noticed, like the first time you do whatever the scenario mm. is, is the hardest. It's yeah. Like once you get over that the first time and you deal with whatever the fear is there, it's like yeah. it's easy after that. Like yeah. until the next first. Comes There's up. just a lot of first times. There's a lot of yeah. different different yeah. things that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of the fears or the concerns for you, Greg? Um, particularly early on, like we we're only a couple of months in, and like I already knew I was super into it. Like we had a different mm. connection that I've had to anyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that fear of like, particularly when you don't know what this is. Yeah. Then also that thing of like, okay, you're meeting someone else. Like I think now, like I'm much more secure in what we are. And mm. it, so that's less of a fear. Yep. But in that really early stage, like, I don't think we'd really talked about, you know, how we felt about each other or what mm. was going on. It was like, we were just enjoying connecting and, and mm. that. Just enjoying the NRE. <laughs> so I remember that oh, yeah. first, first conversation, <laughs> like you, that was the first time you'd really told me like how you feel about me. 
So yes. Like yeah. Funnily enough, that comp- that that date prompted us to share feelings about each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was co- like, and once I heard that from him, I'm like, okay, cool. Like we're okay. So it was probably just that. Um, yeah, I suppose insecurities and fears that come yeah. up generally. Mm. Yeah. You part like the person that you're seeing and into is going to sleep with someone for the first time. And you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen here. Yeah. 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 I find that's like that, that. That's when jealousy creeps in, is because you're like you're yeah. You don't know where you stand exactly. Mm. I feel like yeah. Once you once you're sure, uh, and you trust the other person, then it's just like jealousy becomes. I wouldn't say almost non-existent, but very very low. Uh, I suppose it only comes up when you guys haven't occurring. talked. Properly. Yeah, it's mm. just like you're just not sure. Yeah. Uh, Envy though, envy comes up a little bit. It's just like, man, I want to be joining in on that. It's just like, <laughs> I wish I was there. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, more jealousy is just like, I don't like them doing that. It makes me feel weird and I don't want to do it again um, with this person or whoever. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something from I've tried to really be different or, or maybe tried to focus on through this is like, I think it's probably only one situation where I'd say I'd felt jealous. Mm-hmm. But I've tried to really focus on the internal feeling of like being scared. Like, I recognize yeah. that. If I feel discomfort about something she's doing, like it's internal, mm. it's, it's in me, and it's yeah. a scare. It's like if I go, "What am I scared about? What's the fear?" and trying to address that rather than kind of projecting out. That's been something I've tried to really focus on, and and I find helps. Yeah, but it's like I just need to answer the question mm. internally. Yeah. I suppose. I think yeah. reassurance also helps as well from the other partner. It's just like mm. so you've got to uh, first, as an individual, identify what's going on inside you, then have a safe space to vocalize that with your partner. And then hopefully they can give you some reassurance. I suppose if there's no reassurance, then maybe it might feed into that. Because mm. sometimes they talk about it in like an, uh, a term as just like, it's just like you just said, Greg, it's in me. And yes, it is. But then like if your partner is not helping in, this, in the reassurance side of things, yes, you're sure. kind of just left there like, well, am I right? Mm. <laughs> no, no. It's, a, it's just like that sort of that soothing conversation needs to happen. And yeah. I think that's what brings it, like brings you so much closer together as a couple because it's like if you can say, hey, I'm scared or like, hey, you do, I just need reassurance. Yeah. And you get that from them. Like you've been mm. vulnerable and said, hey, I'm scared. They've told you, hey, I think this about you or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. Like I feel good. I feel safe. And yeah. It's like, yeah, I think that's what really kind of bonds you more through this mm. whole thing. And that's probably been one of the things that I've said through it all is like it probably surprises me how much the whole experience. I thought it would be much more self-serving. As mm. far as like seeing other people would be more just for me kind of thing, but yep. I find that it always just brings me closer to Kate and like how, how I feel. So yep. yeah, yeah, it, and I think it's because of that vulnerability and like those moments that you have that that bring you much closer. Yeah. So. How do you identify your relationship exactly? Like, it doesn't have to have a set category. I know a lot of people sort of change between a few. <laughs> while Lawrence was. thinks that was very good. Was that I was going to say it's oh, just like, yeah, like what well, house? <laughs> oh, like, there we go. Clearly, you should look at me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the ads out of your brain. <laughs> but yeah, how do you guys like identify yourselves as a couple? We spent a lot of time actually discussing this early on. And not a lot of time, but we I got probably more hung up on like, well, what what's the label? Like, mm-hmm. what are we? Do we consider ourselves non-monogamous? Are we mm-hmm. open? Are we polyamorous? Like, what do we call ourselves? And um, what we kind of came out from that with was the label is actually irrelevant for us as long as we know what, what we want and, yeah. and what the structure looks like for us and what's working. It. And the label can also change as well. So I think we were conscientious of not letting the label dictate the way the relationship operated mm, yeah. as well as ensuring that we didn't box ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't want to like 
be, you know, deciding, well, should we try polyamory or should we just be non-monogamous and just have emotional exclusivity in a way and mm-hmm. sexual, like, freedom? But it was like, you know what, it doesn't matter. Like, we, we say that we're open. We say yeah. that we have an open relationship. Um, we're non-monogamous or ethically, consensually non-monogamous, whatever, mm. whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're not tied to any particular label. It's just that we are committed to each other and then we include other people physically and yeah. we date casually. Yeah. I think that's important uh, for people to, I guess, understand when they're getting into this lifestyle as a sort of or any type of non-monogamy is like, you don't have to be boxed into any particular thing. It's just like, oh, well, I'm a swinger, so that means swingers behave in XYZ fashion or poly people do this, their own little categories of things. It's just like you can pick and choose whatever you'd like and it's just sort of like you, you don't have to be boxed in. And I feel like I've had conversations like that before uh, where you just sort of like you're, you're talking to someone and they go, well, I have to behave like this because of these... Guidelines. Yeah, mm-hmm. social expectations or norms. And it's like, it's like no... The whole, <laughs> I mean, you're breaking social expectations and norms by just being in non-monogamy in itself. So yes. it's just like, so you're already like you're deviating from the the, the, the traditional path. So why not keep deviating? Yeah, Do whatever like, you want. Enjoy <laughs> living outside of the label. I yeah. think I feel the same way about sexuality. Like I've I've always felt really like <laughs> put on the spot when people are like, "Well, what's your sexuality?" I'm like. <laughs> Sexual? Uh, yeah. yeah. You're like, does that count? I, I say that all the time now. Person. I'm like, I'm sexual. So that is my nuance. I identify yeah. as sexy. I am, <laughs> <laughs> I am sexy. <laughs> but that's it. Like, I've never, like, I'm like, I guess I'm bi because I fuck men and women. Like, I guess. But it's never felt like, I, I think a lot of people conflate sexuality with identity. Mm-hmm. And it's like the way and the, the, the people that I like to have sex with is who I am as a person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, they, I mean, my sexuality is part of me, but my sexual label or identity mm. is just a term maybe to me. So it feels weird to be like, well, I'm this or I'm that. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't serve me. It serves other people yeah. having an identity. Mm. And so I think for me, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I guess. Just use I sexual. That's what it, I do. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I like say so bye because then people that we're playing with understand that I'll play with the woman as well. Yeah, which is like it's for me now. It's just it's just communication. It's just language. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think the problem in like the labeling monogamy, non-monogamy is like people going into monogamy that don't talk about what the rules are of that. Mm. Yeah. Like, what does this look like? Yeah, and it's like if you do the same with like oh we're swingers and that therefore we're accepting like this pre-written mm-hmm. rule book. It's like it's the same issue. Yeah, rather than like we've a long way like every little decision or or situation we've kind of talked through and communicated mm. about yeah. to go how do we want to handle this thing like. Yeah, yeah, fuck the label, write your own rule book and yeah. don't yeah. make any assumptions. Yeah. yeah. Ever. No assumptions. <laughs> At the risk of like contradicting myself in this entire conversation, I do sometimes feel like it is useful to use those labels. Like mm-hmm. you like you said, Kate, like I just say in, in like in the club setting, I'm bisexual as a shorthand just to give people the understanding Items. of what yeah. you are interested in because uh, it, it can be a, like having all these thoughts and feelings and uh can be quite time consuming to one explain and for the other person to understand it's just like sometimes I just need to like get the message out there yeah, like, quickly well sometimes on a Sunday morning I'm yeah. into this and then the other time <laughs> yeah. Sunday I like dick Monday it's yeah. vagina I mean we Jess and I have had this conversation about like what do we label this club right we label mm-hmm. it as a swingers club right because uh, on the the broader spectrum of community people just understand they get about? an idea in their head whether that idea is in line with what we actually do here uh, versus their preconceived notions of like the keys in the bowl thing is different. Mm. But we haven't come up with another word well, or another I've short mm. phrase that, that we can, you Identify know. Identify the venue. Because you can't say to Google, look, 
<laughs> Google wants one word. Like people don't get you, what sex club is. Like I've told them sex club. Yeah. They're like, oh, brothel. And I'm like, what? Mm. I'm like, what brothels do you go to that are, is a sex club? I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, gentleman's club, maybe like a strip club. I mm. get that confusion, but people always go to brothel. Mm. And I'm like, mm. no, no. <laughs> It's not nothing like that. So it's hard to like I say sexy swingers club now because I keep I kept saying sex yeah. club for so long. Sexual swingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this the is a sexual club. I just give them now a card. Like just there's a card. <laughs> just go read the card. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's one of these things, right? It's just like language can box us in or set us free, and it's just like we've got to pick sometimes which way you want to go. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, if someone asks you in the club, like, "Hey, what's your sexuality?" Instead of sitting down for five minutes talking about identity and what that means, it's like. Do you want to fuck me or not? Are you interested in yeah. putting our toilet parts together? Yes, yeah. I would like to do that. If you ever said toilet parts, I'm pretty sure all the girls would be like, fuck off. Yeah. I'm not putting my toilet parts near you. <laughs> Can you try that? I want to see if it works. You want to run an experiment? Yeah, I do. I'm going to tell Michelle, I'll be like, guys, Lawrence for the whole day has to say, let's put our toilet parts together. There'll let's be someone who will come up to me now they've heard this. Do and I'll just come up to me yeah, and just go, Lawrence, like, I'd like to touch your toilet parts. Crazy like, yes. <laughs> that's, that's the Take key. That, we'll yeah. the <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'll think of something more debaucherous and then we can come back and be like, I changed the word. But we don't word. publicly announce yeah. it. I just sort of go with it. It'll take yeah. a while because I have to think on the fly. So we'll get there. Yeah. How are you meeting other people? Like you said, in a little short time while you introduced a third for a threesome. How are you, how are you meeting those people? Dating apps. So like that, that first threesome, that was a girl I matched with on Bumble. Okay. Um, wow, it does happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, oh, you mean yeah. Bumble? What do you mean? <coughs> well, on, on like dating apps, you meet up for a third. Like, oh, for a third. Or oh. anything like that. I think it yeah. actually happens a lot, particularly, and they're not people that, mo like a lot of the girls we've met and had threesomes with on dating apps are girls that weren't particularly looking for it. Yeah. Mm. I'll match with them. They'll be interested and they'll be like, hey, are you interested in this? And they're like, uh, yeah, okay. Like, it's yeah. Lot, particularly to start with, like a, a few that we had to start with were like, They'd never been with another woman. Yeah. They've never had a threesome, but it's like, they're like, they're okay, curious. well, like the situation's there and it's like- yeah. Hashtag YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, our, like Jamie's first non-club threesome was mm. with a girl we matched on Tinder. Mm. Like I'd matched with her though. So, yeah. cause yeah. I, we were going through my old Tinder account and he was like, oh, maybe we can try this as a dating site. And, but I'd put it in the profile saying, mm. look, we're looking for a third. So I, I think it found it easier for us. We both have that now in Do our you? profiles. Yeah, okay. yeah, we just straight up in the profile. Like you even have a part in your profile that's like, if you've read this, send me a pineapple emoji. Because <laughs> like <laughs> no one awesome. reads profile bios. Yeah, so often you'll match so with annoying. people. And you'll be, oh you'll be talking for a while and then you're like, hey, just want to check you've like read my profile. Yeah. Or I'll mention like, I did something with my partner and they're like, Oh my god! Do you have a partner, and then either abuse me or unmatch me? I'm like, yeah. so now I'll try and check with people really early on. Yeah, and the amount of people are like, oh no, I didn't read that. Sorry. You're like, you know, yeah. what just gave me an idea. I'm gonna put like, you, if I ever go on a dating app again, I'm gonna write like my bio on a piece of paper and have it in the pictures. <laughs> I've got photos of me and Kate all through my profile. Yeah. Yeah. And people are still- Mine was the like same when I was in, like when Lawrence and I were in an open relationship, I literally had, I'm engaged, open yeah. relationship yeah. as my first two words. There's a picture of Lawrence and I, and you can see my fucking ring. Yeah. And I was like, 
what? And the amount of guys that would literally swipe and be like, that's so disgusting. You're cheating on him. And I was like, he's in the picture. I was like, I don't understand. I've had people say like, oh, does your girlfriend know? And I'm like, I've sent them screenshots of her. <laughs> yeah. being like, yes, she yeah. knows. Yeah. She's here too. It's I'm cool. like, and I, I used to show Lawrence and be like, I don't understand. Like yeah. I really, like I don't get it. <laughs> but for some people it's such a foreign concept. Like yeah. some people it's still there. They oh just don't God, believe what it. Do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Yep. You only have sex with other people like behind your partner's back. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. 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 Why is this? Why is it consensual? Yeah. It's not normal. It's yeah. like what? I'm like I want to do this right. Could yeah. be unethical. Yeah. <laughs> like damn it. So what was the path to OSS to like plug ourselves as we like to do? Yeah. Here? Well, <laughs> as Greg said, he'd been to a lot of parties in Melbourne, and you were pretty like tight knit with some of the smaller communities there. So mm. I told him about the virtual sex party that I'd been to which was which actually was a fun experience because it was kind of like a zoom sexy version of like we did another one after we met yeah we did we did one together because you know the US were all in lockdown as well so mm. um that was kind of a fun experience and we wanted to do one together so we did go to one in Melbourne um a pretty small one uh and then when we we moved to Newcastle a year ago so we have only been in New South Wales for a little while mm-hmm. um and I, I can't remember how we found out about did we know about OSS before we moved I'd heard about you guys from a couple that I played with a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I couldn't remember the name of when we were moving. I'm like, I'll just start Google and trying to find like where are there the communities clubs. and clubs yeah. up here because, yeah, coming from that down there, I love doing it. And then lockdown mm-hmm. happened. I'm like, okay, when we move, let's go and do that more. So, um, yeah, I think it was just sort of looking at my, oh, wait, I'm pretty sure that place was a place that a couple of yeah. from before had told me about. So, And thank God for all of the sex clubs and communities having Instagram accounts now. <laughs> I yeah. find so many, and so many people are like, where do you find them? And I'm like, just, just Instagram. Instagram yeah. And I'm like, you can find well, it. It's good in the way that some look gross. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can go, oh, I don't think, so. I remember mm-hmm. when I lived in Brisbane, there was one that someone had told me about and I looked up their Instagram like, that looks so seedy. Like I don't. They had photos of these like dodgy mattresses. It was a house that had been converted. Yeah. Yep. And some of the mattresses, I'm like, oh no, no, yeah. no. Like I'm not sitting on that. I've seen like so when we went overseas to Ibiza, yeah. I was like, oh, let's check out the you know the only club yeah. in Ibiza, and I probably should have looked at the Instagram <laughs> because it's literally them just posting the picture of their posters, mm. and then right at the bottom, it's the pictures of the owners, and it's just this guy with these big. Belly. Oh. <laughs> the wife oh. is just sitting on the chair and I was like, I should have looked at this before we went. But you yeah. know, it was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> I would do it again just for the experience. But yeah, it's like social media is such a big platform for mm. everyone now. And it's like, if you're not keeping up with the times, it also shows that your club's not keeping up with the times. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, well, I don't really want to go to a place that doesn't know how to use their Instagram. Yeah. This is why I'm thinking maybe we need a TikTok. It's a sign of the age of. Oh, are you gonna do like TikTok? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've been being bugged for that. Yeah, I was like, gonna say, like, could you could you even get fly through on TikTok without getting kicked off? Yeah, we've got. Yeah, well, we we, we do okay on Instagram because we don't put anything overly sexual on there. Mm. It's just more. We're just not. I'm not a TikTok person. Like it's my it's my millennial group, so I should know how to use TikTok, but I don't. Have You're it. even a little bit old for TikTok. Yeah, well, only now. Yeah, I hit my thirties. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're, we're starting to get out of touch now. But it, oh, TikTok's just like you know you could do like it. you guys do some of your um sex ed stuff here. Like there's even the podcast would go on TikTok really well. Yep. Like yeah, like video content because it's like I, I guess the challenge with TikTok is it is video content. Mm. It's like you're gonna walk around on a Saturday night at midnight being like, all right, guys, we're filming for TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing a little thingy. So, yeah. <laughs> we do do filming for the club, and we have done for the last uh, big parties. parties. Yeah, we're doing reels and stuff. But yeah, to get this sort of content mm. going. We do get. Young 
youngest. Obviously, staff we notify everyone before yeah. they come in the club. As soon as they walk in, surprise, bitch! I think the new no phones thing is a good good move too. Yeah, yeah. It's much easier because people are at ease, and if they ever see phones in the club, it's generally Lawrence and myself, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's fine." Like doing not last night, the night before on Friday night, I was doing the playroom attendant role, and I was just standing in the audio room, just watching out and just leaning against the wall. And then the I, the the club phone is in my pocket and went off because I have it on super loud so you can hear it when you're downstairs. <laughs> oh, shit. This lady snaps around. You have a phone! And I was just sort of like, she goes, oh, oh, staff member, sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like running off the audio room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the first party that we came to here. Um, I was on the audio bed up the end. Yeah. and like It was packed. packed. It was your eighth... Birthday party. Oh, oh okay. wow. it That was, was our first night here. <laughs> okay. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> it was mental busy. We can come back yeah. to that. I've, but yeah. I've never seen it as packed so. yeah. There was people everywhere. That whole yeah. bed was covered in bodies. Yeah. And this girl came and just sat in the middle of the two beds. And then she pulled out her phone. She was just like scrolling on Instagram and stuff. Next to me, I'm like... Get the fuck off my bed. Is that a kink? Like, like, I just want to be doing like everyday stuff uh, while people fuck around me. She was yeah. just so amazing. aloof about like just being in between two like hectic sex orgies happening next to her. Yeah, like she, she was touching the bodies. <laughs> laughing and liking both. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at cat videos. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> she sat down. She's I'm like, oh, do you want to play? And she's like, oh, I'm just going to chill out. I'm like, you've chosen a really weird place. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, babe. And then, and then she pulled a phone out. What are you, what are you oh doing? Gosh. Yeah. yeah, some people, are, uh, yeah, they don't really get the concept of chill out. And I think yeah. people are so used to just being magnetized to their yeah. phone, which is fine. I get that. That's <laughs> our generation. Laying chilling out on your phone. Yeah. That's yeah. probably, yeah. she's like, this is what I yeah, do this when is I'm what at I home. Like, just need like, her chips and gravy like you. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I know. <laughs> Mine was so bad yesterday. I'm Rachel, I put the bullion stuff. I go to the kebab store. And it's like a two minute walk. It's so grotty. Anyway. <laughs> I think there's also like other impacts of like taking the phones off everyone when they get in. Because people have to socialize. Yeah. And, and some people have said it's just like, oh my God, it's like, I've been without my phone. I, then they felt anxious at first. And then they just thought, I don't need my phone. Oh, Nobody I, has their phone. I've had so. one guy not come in because he wouldn't give up his phone. Really? And oh. I was like, okay. And it's, it's funny because he's a regular and he comes to regular kink events. And he's like, it's an invasion of privacy. I was like, I'm not looking at your phone. I'm mm. just taking it off you. I think yep. having your phone in a sex club is possibly an invasion of everybody yes. else. <laughs> yeah. Because so yeah. I, I didn't get it. And then he came back like an hour later and he was like, I've thought about it. It's okay. And I was like, mm. okay. I was like, I maybe. Yeah. Mm. I think the only thing that inhibits is like getting people's numbers and exchanging yeah. details. Yeah. People do. Like, people do have a little notepad night. and a pen up in the locker room. Oh, yeah. We can like, do it on our old cards. Remember, we used to do that and we used to have like a little mm. sticker, like a white name section tag sticker. Like right last now. night, like, last and night we had yeah, to come downstairs nice. and like down out the front with someone to get their phone to give them details. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that would be We could do that actually. You still got to put that feedback. We'll put a little, like a little, maybe not an A4 size, but a little uh, <laughs> thing stuck up on the wall with like a, a uh, you know, the, the pad that you can pull it, things, uh, yeah. take it yes. off and just, just like... <laughs> oh, like a doctor's note trade numbers. Yeah, he, he's my number. What is that? Like A6? Call me. Yeah, call, <laughs> call me. Just napkins and Yeah, call, call me, baby. Call Kate for a good yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know what? You don't need to put a blank piece of paper. We'll just bring in our own cards. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah. everyone just can have cards now. Yeah. You don't yeah. have phones. Let's go yeah. back Finally a couple of years. for business cards. Yes. That was... I think that's a thing, in like, especially in, like, the American... Uh, community where they would have people would 
have their own cards and they would go to clubs so they you know go to Vista yeah. Print or something we got cards remember yeah. we and went then, to New York and they gave yeah, us cards it's the like same couples give us cards we're Jess and Lawrence here's our yeah. phone number WhatsApp and our our Twitter people have got ch- scanning ones now yeah like, and they just hand them out like oh we yeah. like you like let's catch up and it's like here you go bad idea yeah. I guess it's so because efficient. of those sort of things right where you don't have your phone on you yeah. or you don't want to get your phone yeah. out or, or whatever We'll just come up, we'll come in real early to the next party and just go lay out a few cards at each bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have your picture back. Yeah. <laughs> just walk around. Like and a bomb on you get a card. You get a card. Everyone gets Just like, oh no, number. come to the front desk and take out the OSS ones <laughs> and just put yours in and be like, look, they're just there for the night. <laughs> I've had people like grab one of each card. And I'm like, you know, they're all OSS cards, right? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, and they put the three back. I'm like, oh. What, they got out three different – they thought they were getting out three different business cards. and they thought they were three different, like, OSS cards, like, Mm. different people, but they were all just the same OSS card. The guy was like, oh, my God, this is so great. I'll just grab the cards. And I was like, they're all the same. He's like, oh. What did you want to tell us about the eighth birthday party? You said we'd come back to it. Oh, no, just you you were going oh, yeah, to ask about what Oh, yeah, because it was like, what, what was the first birthday? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought there was like more. It's just like, and this happened. Oh, there's well, so there were plenty many of stories that happened, yeah. <laughs> it was quite a full party. We do find our birthdays packed. and New Year's. Like Halloween this year was pretty packed, but I, I think we kind of pulled it back a bit. Yeah. But I think New Year's is going to be fucked. That was your first big party for you, Kate? Yeah, that was the outside of the one that I'd been in Melbourne and then virtual yeah. one. How many were in the Melbourne one? <laughs> Good God. Yeah. People? I, maybe, roughly? Oh, 30. Okay, 30 smallish. Points. It was small. Yeah, like it was pretty small, just in someone's apartment in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was that cool. group, oh, perfect. When I was going with them, probably their biggest ones were like 70 to 80 mm-hmm. in like a three-story townhouse kind of thing. Like yep. There yeah. people in the garage, bathrooms, like yeah. everything was a play space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the one- Not the, the one, dog kennel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so that, like for, for a house party, like they were pretty big. Like they, yeah. were, they were sort of a pretty big group. But yeah, the and one they operated a pretty like cool little business yeah. kind of thing. They did socials every Tuesday or not every Tuesday, almost just the Tuesday before the event. And then mm-hmm. at the event, they'd have a kind of bit of a schedule almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'd have an hour of socializing, they'd pull all the curtains down do a consent speech, and then you'd play. So That's it was good. like very much like mm. a bit of a timeline that was Yeah. Really good, I think you what said was that party's called? Uh, this was, it's now Nectar. It was previously known as Rump. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah it, I remember its original Rump. name was Rump for Rent. Yeah. It was, yeah, the owner's yeah. like trying to pay their rent for, yeah. Yeah, so, I do remember that. Yeah, so yeah, it was, um yeah, then it turned to Nectar. So. Yeah. Nectar's a good name for yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Sticky and delicious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Give me that sweet nectar. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lawrence comes in. <laughs> Excellent. You got to chuck his hat on as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a full king. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Give full me. chucker's hat. <laughs> Nothing creepy here. There's a line on it and it says king, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Calm down. <laughs> okay. So how did you find your first experience in probably the one of our busiest <laughs> events it you could have chosen? Do you know what? Having gone to the other one prior to OSS was probably good because I got the nervous one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd had I'd had the nerves and had the like I don't know what to expect at all. Am yeah. I going to like anyone? Am I going to be able to say no to people? What's going to happen? Am I is, am I going to watch Greg fuck a whole lot of girls and be like ah? <laughs> <laughs> and coming to OSS, I was like, all right, game on. Yeah, I'm going to be the world's biggest slut. And, <laughs> and that's that was the intention. I came in just being like. I just want to be promiscuous and have fun and yeah. screw whoever I want and just be wild for the night. Yep. And um, fully did that. And it was really cool. It was just like, there were so many people. We basically socialized downstairs for a little while, went upstairs to the back double yeah. parked double bed, door queen beds, and stayed there for three hours. Just <laughs> sweating and had people rotating. 
in and out. Yeah, nice. Hours. We just were on that corner and it was... You're like, we've claimed <laughs> this corner. Yep. I just put a flag up. You're we, like, come fuck. It was the best. We, we kind of had three couples we were chatting to. It was one of the nights that um, exclusively RHP had done pre-drinks. Yep. So we yep. met a few people there. So mm. they were pretty keen to play. Mm. And then when we got here, there was another couple that were keen to play. So we kind of all just went, ended up at, upstairs at the same yeah, time. Nice. So yep. there were six of us that started playing and then we just stayed there. They moved away. New people moved in. It was just like... my. My highlight of the night was I was hooking up with one guy. Greg was hooking up with some other girl. I'd spotted two guys that had been kind of making the rounds in the orgy room. <laughs> just like <laughs> finger-banging chicks. Like making them squirt. You'd mm. hear the moans. It was just wild. These two guys, they were like <laughs> – and they they weren't – I don't – Was one of them here last night? I can't remember. Possibly. I, I think Was that so. him? Yeah, yep. possibly. The short guy. Yeah. And then he had a tall friend. The, the, yep. They had a bed. Yeah. Yep. So those two were like yeah. wandering around and I was like. They're like, yeah. They're, they're oh, the, the two single guys that come together. Yeah, there was one guy no, that you know seemed them. like he was fucking, but oh, one of the other after. guys I don't think was. And I was He's like, are they together? I couldn't tell. Yeah, one of them definitely is, knows how to make women squirt. Like that's his, that's his talent, his party trick. I can make any woman squirt is what he he's, says. And, and oh, if he can't make a squirt, he's going to fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> so I spotted them. I'd, I'd been, I was fucking this guy. I spotted him. I was like, you two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're going to make me yeah, squirt. Like, Let's do this. <laughs> and so I was uh, riding one guy. The other guy was next to me. Greg was choking me. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so I had this really like masculine. So it was your birthday. Rough. It was my yeah. Your birthday. Yeah. I was just like being you and it was amazing and it went from this really rough masculine energy to then Greg and I kind of these guys finished they we, they moved on Greg and I reconnected and I was sucking Greg's cock and I felt these like two pairs of like soft hands start touching me and I heard in my ear can I touch you and I was like fucking yes <laughs> <laughs> and two women had just joined us and just playing with me so I went from this like really <laughs> like grippy hard rough like Bed, facial, you know, like the feeling yeah. of men to woman is just mm. different. And to these soft hands that I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this, is like, this is insane. And they were amazing. And they started playing with you and with me. And it just was like this really nice shift in energy and yeah. like just this great little, yeah, little orgy. And um, that was probably my highlight. Just like the, the contrast. You don't get that probably in a private, smaller environment. Mm. It's yeah. probably something that would only ever exist here. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, Amazing. That note was funny. We're like, we're on that back bed for hours. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we should go for a walk. Like, let's, let's go downstairs, <laughs> let's get, get some water, yeah. or do something before I pass out. And then we walked about 10 steps away from the bed, and this girl that I talked to earlier in the night, she's like, I was just coming to find you. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, like, that's a turn off for every woman. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't say that. I definitely <laughs> did not say that. But I'm like, I was going to go grab water. She's like, oh, I was going to come and like play with you. I'm like, Okay, we're going back to the bed. <laughs> we we don't need water. We don't it's water. Fine. Water. We can. I'll do it. It's like it's I'll fine. It <laughs> Surely I'm someone's left a glass around here with ice in it. Sometimes in those events, like I do feel like leaving a jug of water up there yeah. would be viable because the amount of people that come to the events is like 160. Just need a water fountain. Yeah, yeah we've talked about. Like, we've we've seriously talked about getting a water fountain in the pack things. Yeah. Can you imagine somebody walking around with a cat pack? You can have and you one. You can just grab a little nozzle. <laughs> yeah, trip. If you're listening to this next time, yeah. just walk around with a uh, that be, pack on. That could yeah. be trip's job. To top me up. Trip's one job. Walk around with a suck me. Trip, I'm thirsty. I think you'd take great <laughs> I, yeah, who would? Oh my god. <laughs> we'll have to make sure Trip listens to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, 
He's got a new job description. Just write down notes. Poor thing gets his job changed. You're going to be sup boy. First trap boy. Sup boy. Fucking hell. Look, I think it would take kindly to all these words for him. Thirst trap. Thirsting. Thirsty trap trip. Yeah. Thirst trap trip. Ooh, yeah. TTT. That should be the news to handle. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Posting nudes, him in his camel, nothing but a camelback <laughs> and socks. <laughs> now he always has a really cool like Daily Mail like G-string underwear, jock stripe, jock straps, daily jocks, daily jocks, mm. daily jocks. Yeah, yeah, daily and mail was, was the trashy uh, newspaper. Yeah, I was like, I was yeah. getting somewhere. I was like, I was in the wrong section. <laughs> My brain said mail somewhere. <laughs> How has swinging impacted your life, or not? Let's not use the labels. Open non-monogamy impacted, changed. Um. For me, like since I first found it, like I, th- I would say that like communication was probably my worst thing that yeah, I yeah, okay. and and definitely through this, particularly since meeting Kate, like uh, that's completely changed. Um, just I'm like she said, massive empath, super like um, worried about how I, what I'll do and how that will impact other people, mm-hmm. or like if I say this, how are they going to feel? Yep. So being in being non-monogamous now and almost having to just be a little bit selfish sometimes has been, for me, quite mm. a good thing to learn. To be mm-hmm. like, sometimes I need to just put myself first. So um, mm. that's particularly in our relationship, that's been really big. Um, but yeah, communication on a whole, like it's um, probably just learning to speak more and, and speak what you want and, yep. and all of those things. So yeah, I think that's, um, and just probably then the second thing, like just sexuality. Like I grew up in a household where it just wasn't spoken about. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it wasn't that it was shamed actively and you know, but it was just not something that anyone ever spoke to me about. So yeah. it was always this private thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and even like when we met, it's like I'm not even someone that like has ever like talked to my mates about sex. Like I'm not someone that's like bragged about like the chick that I fucked mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. Like so coming to this and actually having to talk about sex and, yeah. and you know being with other people and that stuff, like that's been probably like quite a lot of like personal growth for me is okay. just being comfortable with sexuality. And mm. like, that's what's really cool about coming here. It's like you're with a bunch of people that... Who are openly sexual. Sex is comfortable and normal and like you just walk around naked. And fun. Like, hey, are, the naked, <laughs> yeah. are, they, hey, are the naked people? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So Good I think little that, nudist, nudist group. Yeah. Good I mean, little nudist. Nudie Rudies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rudy Nudies. Yeah. Rudy Nudies. Just how it's normalised some of that <laughs> Can't stuff. Can't think of the word. Is, is pretty big, I think. Yeah. 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 Nudie Rudy. Nudie Rudy. So, Craig and I were having a conversation. We're clarifying. We're clarifying. Yeah, I, it's very I'm, important. Nudie, nudie, nudie. I'm, I'm the same. I think. Um, I certainly, when I met Greg, was kind of figuring out, man, do I want monogamy? Do I want kids? That's been in my brain since mm-hmm. I was a little kid, and I don't know if it's actually what I want. Um, so I went through like a lot of like, how do I figure this out? Like, it's, it feels like a lot of programming and conditioning. So mm-hmm. how the fuck do I figure out what my actual wants are? So in a, in the big picture choosing to opt away from perhaps the kind of inherited beliefs of like, hey, you should be with one person and you should have kids and have a family and that's the way things go. And that's success as well. You know, we kind of perceive that as success. So veering away from that has been been a journey in itself and has been eye-opening. So I have totally changed my beliefs and stance on monogamy and non-monogamy and just Mm -hmm. being conscious about what relationship structure you choose and what your rules are and being open to sitting down and actually having a negotiation about it and figuring out what your wants Mm. and needs are. Um, as well as leaning into what I want, like yeah. really leaning into what it is that I want. And and I said that's the big picture, but in the smaller picture, even with Greg, like in a relationship I become quite reactive. So mm. it's like I react to someone else's needs. So in previous relationships I'll try and do everything, you know, like I'll, I'll give everything, I'll be all in and I'll be just almost to the point where I've totally suffocated myself. Mm. Yeah. 
So I kind of came into this relationship being like, fuck, I don't want to lose myself again. Like, I, I will do that. And so what, you know, non-monogamy fit me really nicely because I was like, well, I do enjoy being infatuated and being in a relationship, but I do yeah. love elements of that. But I don't like feeling like I just totally give up on who I want to be and what I want to do for a relationship. Yeah. And I also love being single. I also do love the freedom and the ability to explore and be on my own and, and learn how to be on my own and do those things. So I'm like, well, non-monogamy seems to be this combination. Mm-hmm. And so what I've found with Greg is I'm now in a relationship but simultaneously going, what do I actually want? Like, what do I want right now? And something that we've been kind of working on recently, not we, me, <laughs> something <laughs> I've been working on is trying not to worry about things being fair and understanding there's always yeah. going to be a power dynamic. There's always going to be things that are different. Like we're two different people yeah. living different lives. And if I come at it from a, we've both got to be winners. Like I, no one can have the upper hand. It's got to yeah. be fair. It's got to be even. It's got to be mm-hmm. balanced. Everything from like dates to jobs in the house. You know, it's like, yep. it's like, fuck man, if you're worrying about winners and losers, you're, you're already losing. Yep. Yeah. So something for me on a small scale has been like, well, what do I actually want to do? So for example, if Greg's going on a date and I'm like, oh, I should go on a date. Oh, I should I should like t- talk to people online. I should organize a date. I'm like, well, actually, hang on. Like, what do I actually feel like doing? What do mm. I want to do? Like, what does Kate want to do? What do I need? Sometimes that is a date. Sometimes it is like I want to connect. I want to go and like hook up with someone. I want to have some fun. But a lot of the time, it's chips and gravy on the couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes I want to. It's such body. a good comfort food. Like, it's a <laughs> universal comfort food. Okay. We got to stop talking about the <laughs> chips and gravy. I'm like so hungry. Yeah, for chips like, and gravy how good right is now. it? Like proper get like gravy that's thick. As well, yep. not the runny gravy that they give to you at that random chicken shop, and you're like, "What the fuck?" None of that shit. No, nah, and chicken salt. It's got to be chicken salt. <laughs> I've got extra chicken salt at home in case I fuck up. That's what you need. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we I can go get kebabs after this. Okay. <laughs> Please stop. He's like, getting moist in the mouth. Yeah, over food. <laughs> I think that's so important, uh, Kate. What you said about being fair like actually not sorry not, not being fair yeah. but uh not making things quote-unquote fair right and i think this is uh, uh, uh something that people fall into the trap of a lot it's the same especially in non-monogamy it's just like well i've gone on one date so that means my partner f- must go on one date and you, you tit for tatting almost right mm. and i mean guess what essentially it feels like tit for tat. Mm. you did this so i get to do that or you hooked up with a guy so i get to hook up with a girl and it's just sort of like if Hooking up, if your partner hooking up with another person makes you feel like you're entitled to then hook up, that's just like you, it feels almost like uh, reductive in like its experiences. It's like, because I, that's a little bit of zero sum thinking. Yeah, it's like, I don't actually really enjoy you doing that. Mm. But for me to get what I want, I'm going to let you do what you want kind of thing, rather than we both collectively enjoy this together, telling about your experiences. And even if you do have some like not so positive feels, it's the same, at least like you were saying earlier, we can work through this and like what's actually making uh, what's triggering those sort of emotions. Um, I think that's a super important message for couples and any and single, anyone, actually anyone, just to understand that it's just like keeping tabs, making things fair is probably going to do you in in the long and, run. And it's an illusion. It's an yeah. illusion. Mm-hmm. In, in an argument, if you think someone's winning or losing, you're both fucking losing. It's an argument. Yeah. You're yeah. Like you're, you're not communicating, you're not connecting, you're not getting through to each other. You're No one is winning. Yeah. And you're also not going to improve the scenario by trying to convince the person that you're in an argument with that you're right. Yeah. The only way that you do that is by admitting what you're wrong about and what the other person is right about and figuring out what things you actually do agree on and reminding yourself yeah. that you're, 
you're a team. Like yeah. <laughs> you're after you're you're trying you have the same goals. Yep. So yeah, the idea that you can win or lose to me, I'm like, it's it, it is an illusion. It's false logic. It's something that I've figured out of myself more recently and I'm like, i I have to the only way for me to undermine it is to realise that it's actually not even real. Like it's just my insecurities and my fears projecting out in the relationship and being like, well, I know how to make myself feel better when Greg goes and sees someone. I just go and see someone too. Mm. And it makes it feel good. So now I know that in my brain when it's fair, I feel okay. But the reality is, is that when Greg goes and sees someone and I don't see someone, nothing changes. I can still feel good and I still feel secure. Greg comes back to me. We have an incredible relationship. All of my wants, needs and desires are being met. And you know what, what we're doing is actually amazing and it's really good. And I'm mm. like, if I get hung up on this one thing that's not fair, I totally miss all the good things. Yeah. So something that helps me a lot with dates is I'm like, it is a gift. And yes, it sounds a little bit possessive, I think, sometimes to be like, oh, well, I allow you to do this. And it's not it's not that. We understand that language can be a little bit maybe dangerous territory. Mm. <laughs> but the idea that I get to give him that gift yeah. of like, hey, you know, go do what you want, enjoy it, have fun, indulge in your desires. That's a really nice way for me to be present with it and enjoy him being able to do those things rather than it being me having to sacrifice something for him to do it. Yeah, it's not a sacrifice. It is a gift. It is something that I get to give him, and it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I, I actually gain things from that, mm. and and that I guess generosity to a degree. So yeah. that's a nice. It's for me. That's been a nice flip in thinking. Yep, it's a good way to think about it. Awesome, that's especially amazing. for those like love language gift giving people. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a good one to yeah. like put yourself into something that people understand. And then if you're someone who likes to play on it, like in the bedroom, I'm mm. like. You go fuck those sluts because I know you'll want me afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, enjoy. I'm like, I know what you really want. <laughs> Especially if there's like a physical touch as part yeah. of it too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. go do whatever you want. We you know who you're coming home to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been, talking to, Michelle, you been yeah. talking to Michelle lately? Like, that just sounds like very, very reminiscent of conversations. That's, that's had. the fun play on the power. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I have two more questions before you, uh, for you before you go and have to get out of here before, uh, for your drive home. Um, does anyone else in your life know that's not in this community? And uh, what have there been my, reactions? Everybody knows. <laughs> I, I mean, I did have a look it. through your uh, Instagram and it's just like, that's quite a large following. And right there in the bio, top of the bio line is uh, non-monogamous. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I've been super open about it from the beginning. I'm, I'm super open on social media about everything anyway. Yeah. So um, I always have been. So yeah, when I got into a relationship, I just started talking about it and um, sharing what I was learning. And so yeah, I've, I've been open on social media. It means that I've talked to my family about it. Mum's not... Mum's getting on board. I'm slowly coming around. They're a different generation. She, she yeah. just made a joke about it a few weeks ago. She did. Ooh. Your mum made a joke about it. Yeah. At so dinner, made a joke about it. <laughs> it was my birthday what? like a few weeks ago. Were you stuffing the chicken or something? <laughs> what was happening? No, no, no. So like, she's like, oh, what have you got planned for your birthday? And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Kate's got something planned. She's like, oh, is it a sixum? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. I'm no, that's sure. not birthday. It's <laughs> 10 or more for a birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please. <laughs> See, I, I went, no, no, it's not that. She's like, oh, just four, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Go, mom. Yeah, so she's, she's getting she's more quick. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good on her. Yeah. Um, as far as my family, um, I told my mum really pretty early on. Mm -hmm. um, I stayed secret on Kate's social media for the first twelve months. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we decided to like reveal ourselves on our podcast. We yeah. did an episode, and um, my mum's like, "Oh, I saw you guys were like recording a podcast. Like, how do I find that?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." When I know you're going to go looking for this, so <laughs> we need to just have a chat. <laughs> I'm like, so it's actually about like our relationship and that we're yeah. open. And she went, okay, I'll just <laughs> leave that to you guys then. And like, <laughs> it was a nothing conversation. And then like 12 months later when we moved to Newcastle, um, 
I said something about it, like going on a date with someone. She's like, oh, are you still doing that? She's like, I thought that might have stopped now that you're like more serious. <laughs> Didn't you get it out of your system? Yeah. yeah. Getting yeah. it out of your system is like a, f- a turn of phrase. I was like, that and it grates me. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, so she knows my sister. Um, I told her really early on. She's fine, has been non mm-hmm. stuff in the past. So, okay. Um, and then, yeah, like uh, that's probably it from a family point of view for me. Unless they've come across Kate's social media. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and then a lot of friends and stuff know probably because of that. But yeah. I've got a corporate job that I kind of, I'm still a little bit conscious of. Yeah, like, you've yeah, got to be careful. careful. Yeah, like not that I think people would care, but it's like, a, you know, it's a very, I'll say sterile environment where mm. people don't really share their personal lives at all. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just a little bit mindful of that where like I know that like I manage a team of people. It's like, it's real easy for them to go put my name into Instagram and go, yep. oh, what's Greg's personal life? Like? Yeah. I can <laughs> what all of a sudden, like, they know a lot about me. So, um, but I did have someone I'm working with, a consultant at the moment, and um, her daughter follows Kate. Oh, and fun. <laughs> and she said to me, she's like, oh, she's like, I found out last night that, like, my daughter follows your girlfriend on Instagram. I'm like, oh, no, here we go. And she's like, yeah. She's like, we had a really interesting conversation about <laughs> you guys last night. I'm like, oh, she absolutely knows. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think there's little little bits where people kind of know. But yeah. So I'm not that protective that I'm like, yeah. shut it all down, don't mention my name, all that. But, yeah, I'm just... Otherwise, this recording would have been in <laughs> just yeah. like, be like you Adam. cannot release anything. We yeah. just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just scrap the full hour. It's yeah. all good. Don't yeah. worry. Do you get hit up a lot on your, like, do you get people pestering you? Um, not terribly like I think my I, I think so my social media for people listening it's mostly CrossFit I'm, I'm in the CrossFit community and like my business is on social media and so I have my sort of CrossFit profile and um, so I tend to find because I post about CrossFit and fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. um, but it, without doing a bunch of like bikini photos and sports bra and booty shorts photos like I don't post that content I think the people that tend to follow me are there for other reasons. Yep, so yep. I have had a few more people, like, funnily enough, I've connected with um, some CrossFitters in the community, but they're in Florida, and they run an online gym that are, like, a sex-positive community that do, yeah. like, fitness, but they also have play parties and things. So mm. there's kind of, like, some interesting connections. Occasionally I get some random ones, but just not many. Yep. Probably more like, hey, if you're ever in, like, Oklahoma, my <laughs> wife and I would love to fuck you, and I'm like... Cool man. Yeah, like thanks. probably won't be, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know. Yeah. You definitely get some girls dropping into your DMs, being like, "Hey, I'd, I'd turn for you." <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get like a well, babe. Yeah. <laughs> turn my way. Yeah you, yeah, you definitely get some girls, and girls like keen to hook up with both of us. You've had some. Of You've them. had a lot of people actually hit you up, I think, and start following you. Ooh. So mm. yeah. nice. Good old social media. But we talk about it a lot, so I think a lot of people actually, honestly, I probably get more people just asking about relationships. Yeah. Like yeah. genuinely being, being like, like I just recently had someone ask me who was like, hey, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I don't want a relationship and what I've realised is I think I want like a dom-sub scenario. Like I think yeah. that's what I'm looking to experiment with and like how would you go about doing that? So I tend to get questions that are actually like a, a personal question from someone who knows that I talk about it. So yeah, yeah. So which is nice. It's nice. I don't. I don't get like you know endless numbers of cock shots like <laughs> in my inbox. <laughs> oh god, I still get those yeah. <laughs> fucking cocks everywhere. <laughs> I literally now just if I see the image doesn't come off, I'm yeah. like delete, delete. Yeah, well they delete. blur it, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. So whenever god. I see it, if I because I don't get many, so I'll, I'll typically open all my message quiz and I'm like oh gonna be what's it gonna be oh god oh god close my eyes and i'm like it reveals and i'm like oh thank god it doesn't <laughs> always do that right like if if someone sends you like it's only in a request 
if someone sends you a message request and they send you a photo, does it always blank it out? I, like only if you're not friends with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I if, if we're like friends already. So your friends will see your dick if you send it to them. Yeah. Laura's yeah. <laughs> 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 like, dick, yeah. 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 just trying to work out how to send his dick. I thought if you like, you know, if you just sent like a very... Sanitized. Classy dick pic? No, no, I mean just like <laughs> a, a sunset photo or something. Something that doesn't even dick. have a human in it, right? It's just like yeah. it, Instagram no, will show it like it no, no, doesn't they're say all, this. They're all blurred. All yeah, pictures are blurred. Okay, yeah, okay. Like thought, even if it's like sometimes people send me memes and they're like, oh, check out this meme and I'll like click on it. Like you can view the picture without accepting them. So I can still see it mm. without accepting their friends. Yeah. But I tend to yeah. not when it's normally a guy and it's like, hi, babe, babe, hi, 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 hi. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't give a fuck you what that is. You can tell that me and Lawrence don't get dick pics sent to us. <laughs> yeah. like, really? It I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll send you my guys. There's so many dick pics. I literally think I, I one year I just sat there and counted a whole bunch over a week. And I was like, I'm just curious. And I think it was like 50. And I was like, oh, oh God. fuck me. Oh my God. It was funny because I posted a picture of my ass and everyone just thinks the response is, here's my dick. And yeah, I'm like. Yeah. You just want to um, see their dick. It's yeah. like, that's why you're showing your I'm ass. I'm like, clearly. I literally just posted this to be like, my trainer's been working my ass off. And then I got dick pics and I was like, okay. I cool. have to, I follow, um, I read, if, if you guys are subreddit users and if for anybody listening, subreddit's great for like non-monogamy and swingers mm-hmm. and all those communities that's um, like our third or fourth biggest referral site yeah it's, on, on for our website well there yeah. seems to be like so reddit has subreddits so like there's just one big one for non-monogamy like i think there are some smaller subreddits but like you know there's a big one that everyone kind of uses so it's like you can kind of get 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 all your information pretty centralized yeah but um <laughs> you see all of these poor people who you know put up a question or put up a story or whatever's going on and then you'll see an edit like five hours later being like dear lord please stop sending me dick pics <laughs> i this is genuine Genuine question, please. Like or like, please help. stop sending me messages asking me if I want to have sex with you. Or like, <laughs> I, like, I followed. I started following one. the dead bedroom subreddit, and like, it blows my mind. But um, yeah. I gotta get on with this. I gotta start reading it, these. Yeah, I feel like you'd be good at that because you're a good reader. Is so like you know this word that we're discussing today. Dead bedrooms the far opposite in the spectrum, and it's oh, just yeah. like. Sexless but it's all, for like all in the realm of relationships. For like I've gone years. a week and a half and I'm about to murder everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's solely because I've been sick. So I was like, I just literally, I'm like, I, I have it written in my calendar and I was like, we're having sex at 24 hours. It's like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I just don't understand like how people can go a long time. Yeah, it's I'm like, don't you want to talk about it and be like, why haven't and we had have sex? all those experiences and more when you read this. Oh my God, okay. It's I read it, crazy. I'm like, maybe I'll get onto it and just feel a bit better about oh, sex for a bit. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. You just see how dysfunctional relationships are when people aren't on the same team around sex. Like yeah. People aren't talking about it. People are, oh, it's, the, it's the different libido thing. So like yeah. they even have like LL for low libido and HL for high libido. That's the acronyms oh, they wow. use. And you just, yeah, the differences and the way that people, I guess that's, you know, you were talking about communication. Mm. Something that non-monogamy forces you to do is discuss stuff like that. that yeah. Oftentimes monogamy, because there's this presumed set of rules, a lot of assumptions, you just like, well, we're just going to be together and have sex for the rest of our lives with just yeah. one person. But in non-monogamy, you kind of have to talk about all those things of like, well, how often do you like to have sex? And mm. do you like to watch porn when you masturbate? And like, how often do you like to do that? And does that change when we live together versus apart? And what about when you're with other... So you kind of end up having all these conversations about sex because mm. it's a bit of a function of the relationship. So yeah, when you read Dead Bedrooms, you're like, oh man, non-monogamy would solve so many of these pro- people's problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless our hearts. Yeah, we yeah. just gotta get, just got to get the, the information out there to them. You can be non-monogamous. Mm. No, We no, can even just do like the sex ed classes for them. Yeah, there Start are slow. There yeah, are yeah. Other like we can teach you how to fuck yourself in the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? We'll start simple. Give you a vibrator. Here's how you do use it. Last one. 
Uh, I'm going to flip the script in you a little bit because we've we've got heaps of advice left for everyone out there listening. But I want to know, like, if you could uh, snapshot a memory from your experiences uh, playing the lifestyle, what would it be? And if you like, like, actually a physical photo, what would it look like? What's in that photo? How about you answer that first? Because I don't think you've ever asked that question. I asked so last time with the other couple. Oh, did you? Was yeah. I listening? Clearly Maybe not. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? That's just like a memory like that you have. Little, just like a just a snapshot memory. Back, yeah, you like, like, and it's like that my, was great. It's my wank bank was a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. I feel the like right I click save image as. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say lifestyle generally or club? Lifestyle generally. Yeah. Okay. Can be the club. Can be anywhere else. Right. Uh, you sound yeah, like I you've got one. two options. <laughs> I, no, I, have, I definitely have one. Um, so we moved to Newcastle um, December. Yeah. Um, went out New Year's. Yep. And we were like. Didn't know anyone. We just went out by ourselves. Went to a couple of bars. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, see what happened. It was dead quiet because it was kind of COVID. People, yeah. There'd been a massive COVID outbreak. We got to this bar. No one there. Third bar in. We're like, oh, fuck. And we talked about maybe trying to find a couple or something that night. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'd been, I'd seen a couple of friends, like old friends that I hadn't seen for a long time, like out and about in Newcastle. And I'd mm-hmm. messaged them and I'm like, hey, come to this place. We're here. And got a bunch of people together. So we ended up with like eight people. I think mm. it was probably about eight, whatever it was. Um, and then the last two people to arrive were a girl that I talked about with years ago and she was with her friend. They arrived. Things got mm. really flirty really quick. And, like, some of the girls started making out. And It, it just was, takes one drunk girl that likes to make out <coughs> when she's drunk to just really get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, the, like, the friend of the one that I talked up with, she, like, started to be act a little bit slutty and, like, she was, like, opening her legs up and, like, giving me this look. I'm like, Ooh. I, can, I, can, I can see where this night's going. And then, like, I said to her at one point, I'm like, I think I asked her whether she knew about our relationship. She's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, doesn't matter. I wasn't <laughs> She's Names. like, yeah, she, she told me about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so anyway, so uh, the night kind of, it kept just going downhill or, or <laughs> uphill. uphill. Uh, uphill. <laughs> yeah, and, and it ended up being me and three girls all back at our house. Two people passed out. They were too drunk. Um, but yeah, that, that was probably like... That was how I saw Midnight in on New Year's. So that yeah, was, nice. That was pretty nice. It's a very wet midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes. Yes, it was great. Yeah, yeah was that time. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think the one of the memories, you know, specifically from here was the eighth birthday party was yeah. where it was like the guys to the girls. That was a lot of fun. I actually had really nice moments last night. We were here last night. Um, yeah. And... I, funnily enough, I often come in being like, I really want to find more guys to play with. Like that uh. tends to be my fantasy. I'm like, I want more guys. I just want more holes filled. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three for a yeah. reason. <laughs> like, come on. So I often am kind of keeping my eye out for that. And I often find that a lot of girls are a little bit newer to the scene or like a little bit more inexperienced. So like you tend to be the more dominant lead in that role. And mm-hmm. I like to be submissive. Um, but I had a really nice experience with two women last night and it was the same thing. I was playing with Greg they would come over. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, it were both of them just playing with me. So I had it happen once with a couple that joined us. Um, and then second time with just a girl who was, she'd literally just finished up with another couple. And I think this was what she'd been doing for the night. She'd been seeing like a girl that she'd liked, the guy that she was with, she'd be like, hey, you can't play, I'm not playing with you, mister. You can't touch me, but I'm going to play with your girl while you play with her. And so it was just <laughs> like, you just, you know, I fully got to indulge in being spoiled. Yeah. And just like had... A, Greg playing with me, him fucking me, then her on my tits, on my pussy. I was just like, this is... And I'm just lying there, starfish. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yay. Starfish. And actually, that was the funny thing about last night. The beds, we were often the only group on the bed, which 
I think probably because we've been to some of the bigger parties, um, it hasn't happened that often. Often it's like you plus two other couples, or mm. like yeah. another group. So it's like you're like, you're I can't. Yeah, yeah. Can I have to hold all the legs yeah. and limbs in the air and be like, are we on? Yeah. 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 So we weirdly enough had like quite a bit of space, and it was like cool. Like I'm gonna go here. You're gonna go here. I'm just gonna full starfish. <laughs> you can have this limb. Like yeah. so, I I just have really enjoyed like kind of relaxing into mm-hmm. it because especially I think you know the first night I I am this big exhibitionist I can be real performing which I love mm-hmm. so then in that moment last night I'm like oh it feels like I zoned out I was yeah. like I was in my I was in flow <laughs> zen mode just on a bed in a sex <laughs> club <laughs> with two people looking after me and it was amazing nice <laughs> Oh wow, that's good. <laughs> what a way Lawrence to end. Lawrence had a moment just to like capture that as his own little wank yeah. bank. Yeah. He was like, he's now it's his <laughs> yeah, he's like, got it. <laughs> yeah, he's just making sure he got all the right details there. That's you that laugh, is, but you well, that's yeah, too shut real. up. That's a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much, Kate and Greg, for joining yeah. us yes, uh, this morning. Um, there was some. That was a great chat. I, I feel like, yeah, we there was a there was a lot covered there. Hopefully, people out there can learn something from your story and everything that's uh, you've experienced and shared with us today. The snapshots, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking about peeing. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta pee now. I, every time he says it's end, I'm like, oh, I get to pee. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Such a retard. Sorry. All right, thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much, Kate and Greg, for that lovely chat. That was like that was <laughs> that was a nice lengthy chat. Yeah. I felt like I could sit there in my car on a car ride and yeah. actually listen to that because there was so many topics that we covered. Yeah, and it was quite helpful to see both the insides, like of the club side, mm. and also the outside relationship perspective and yeah. how their relationship started and getting together during that 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 Corona time. Oh my god! Yeah. First date. Yeah. What a way to start a first date because, yeah. like, normally you wouldn't just go to someone's house, would you? Mm. Awesome. Stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> but come to come to our house, guys, at our secret spot. It's a yeah. big house full of big people and lots of love. Uh, we're going to move on to the part of the podcast, which is bribery. Lawrence's favorite part. Yep. Bribery is us asking you, the listener, for a five-star rating and review. And in exchange, if we read out your five-star rating and review on an episode, which is our month in review podcast Mm -hmm. episode, we will give you a free entry to the club on a night of your choice and availability. (laughs) It's the only bit that you don't get tongue-tied for. Yeah. It's interesting because it's so quick. Like, I can't say it that quickly. Mm. Can't you? Go. Pending availability. No, I, I see. I've got a lisp as well. Like I have to concentrate on what I say. Otherwise my words get jumbled. Yeah. So if you could write us a, a, a five. Yeah. If you yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't have a lisp. Thanks. <laughs> if you could write us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be fantastic. That's the only place where you can do it. If you can leave us five-star ratings on other platforms like Spotify, that's also great. And don't forget. We'll get to describe. You've got to stutter now. Got a list. I've got to stutter. <laughs> no, I think mine's just laziness. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you're feeling extra generous, guys, please jump onto Google and leave us a written review. Um, Lawrence and I love reading them out. Um, also, if you would like a one-on-one instant conversation, you can always contact us on our social media pages, Our Secret Spot, or one word, um, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. 
Or if you want to send us an email, send it through to info at oursecretspot.com.au or give us a call or text on 0478 131 769. Or if you're feeling extra, extra, um, I don't know, willing? Generous. Generous? No, ballsy. Ballsy. There <laughs> we go. That's the word today. Ballsy. Um, you can purchase a ticket to one of our upcoming events found on the events page and come in person and tell us face to face. If you tell Lawrence you've heard him on the podcast, you're bound to get a blush out of him. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going <laughs> to do it for us for this week. We're going to catch you next fortnight on Hump Day. Until then, stay sexy. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.